Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the IBG podcast. This time, it's just going to be the two of us. So, I'm Sam. Hey, what's up, man? I'm Nash. And it's been a very, very, very eventful week. A uh, lot of big news, a lot of new announcements. Uh, but has. before we get to those, yeah, before we get to those, a few up, a couple of updates on what's happening on IVG. Uh, we've just completed the second month of the IVG community showcase, which is basically where we invite members to come and post their favorite gameplay clips, and we reward the best one with a prize. So. Uh, the second month has just been just got over now and and by the time this podcast goes out we will have shortlisted five of the best entries and and then people on the forums can vote for the best one and the winner gets a copy of marvel's avengers on ps4 xbox one or pc winner's choice cool and on the on the 15th we will have the third month uh showcase beginning so you guys who haven't entered yet or haven't had a chance to win yet can do so uh in month 3 We'll be also announcing the the prize for that one along with the announcement. So that's the showcase. Oh, and by the uh, way, speaking of yeah. showcase, I also realize if a guy takes the game on the PS4 or Xbox One, he's technically getting his very first next-gen game through IVG, dude. But what if he's already got like right? Last of Us? Won't that, won't that stuff also be on next-gen? I don't know. Or? It's not announced yet, but at least for huh. Avengers, oh, we yeah. know he's immediately going. So you'll be saying that, dude, I oh, yeah, want yeah, a yeah. PS5 game through IVG. What up, bro? <laughs> for sure. Also, I think because uh, this stuff only works if you have the physical version. Like, I don't think if you buy... No, wait. Isn't no, it, it only uh, applicable? Yeah, yeah. Physical and everything. digital? Yeah, it'll work on okay. physical and they'll get the upgrade digitally, but they'll need the disc in when they're playing. All right, all right. Makes sense. Uh, cool. So the other update that we have is, uh, so as you may have heard in the in the last episode, we talked about the IVG game nights, which we're bringing back. Uh, so to kind of continue with that, we've, we're also going to bring back IVG tournaments. And the first one we're going to do is for FIFA 20. Now, as you guys might know, FIFA 21 is coming out in about a month's time. So we thought, why not do a farewell tournament for FIFA 20? Uh, also, the game was going for like 400 bucks or something on PSN a while back. So, it's, it's dirt cheap. So, I'm sure people what? have bought the game who have already like a glitch have it. or something? Or? No, because they know the game. No one's going to buy it anyways now because the new one's coming out. So, this right. is a way for them to get whatever money they can. Uh, so, now I'm sure everybody has the game. Uh, so, if you have it and you have it on PS4, uh, we, we are running a tournament soon. We'll have updates on the forums as well as on the, on the website. And we have cool prizes to give away. So, we have two copies of FIFA 21. Uh, we also got cool FIFA 21 t-shirts to give away to a few of the uh, contestants. And everyone who enters will get a cool discount coupon that they can use on Game the Shop website. So, a uh, lot of incentive to enter and like one last time before the new game comes out. Yo, that's pretty sick, dude. Like, are, are those t-shirts cool? Are they cool t-shirts? I haven't seen them yet, but apparently they just announced them as pre-order bonuses for people who are, who are buying the game. Uh, so, it might be like a jersey type t-shirt so right. uh, so so we might give those to the top eight players and then the top two will win a copy of uh, fifa 21 which is which is cool that's nice cool prize. that's awesome yeah yeah also next gen also a next gen game also on next sure. gen, we're just giving out these next gen games for free, <laughs> bro like what up although although now that they've announced that uh, yeah access is going to come on xbox game pass sure. i mean sure oh although although i don't think ea access has uh the sports games they come a year later, I believe. So, here's my EA question, access. by the way, because uh, so there are two kinds of EA access, correct? So, there's one EA access that allows you like to play all the older stuff, and then there's one like super baller access that allows you play all the newer stuff. So, the one that's been given out for free is the older stuff, correct? Where you only have a 10 yeah. window on all the new games. 
Yeah, so all the all the FIFA and the Madden's, which are the ones that they want people to buy every year, that will not come to Xbox Game Pass right. because they want people to buy that. So those come a year later, I believe, or close to a year later. Also, the Xbox, uh, the Games Pass price has been bumped up now, right? <laughs> Inevitable, dude. In, yeah, I'm sure. But so so what? I mean, come and there was Xbox. Now? Sorry. What does it come to in Indian rupees? I believe it's six fifty a month. It's still not Xbox bad. Game Pass good Ultimate, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Xbox Game Pass PC also is apparently still currently in beta, so the price is lower at two fifty or something, and that's going to get bumped up. I'm guessing as well. But speaking of Xbox, that that's that's kind of our one of our big our biggest topic for this uh, for this episode. And finally, out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, I mean. It, uh, there were so many leaks that they had to do it, but Xbox kind of announced all the details of the Xbox Series X as well as the Xbox Series S via social media. They didn't do an event. They didn't. Uh, they didn't give any warning whatsoever. <laughs> I think they burnt their with events, dude. They just like fuck it. Let's just not, on, it out there. Dude, not only that, dude. They it's been leaked so badly everywhere, dude. From like their own controller packaging had the right. name of the cons- uh, console. Like they had the. Uh, product videos leaked out everything was about the pricing got leaked out so they were like fuck it dude let's just announce it on instagram and twitter and be done with it Finish so it. yeah so they announced the xbox series x at 499 in the us and they announced the xbox series S at 299 in the us and surprisingly xbox india announced the pricing for india soon after uh again through a facebook post uh no no dude, pr no for us it's pretty bad, dude. It's pretty bad, but I mean, if if you if you've kind of followed Xbox's pricing strategy for the last ten years, it I mean, it's pretty much in line with what we've been paying for their consoles, premium wise. So, the Xbox Series X is gonna be at forty nine nine ninety, so fifty k, fifty thousand. And the Xbox Series S is the one that I really feel they overpriced because that's gonna be at thirty four nine ninety, so thirty five grand. I was really hoping for the Series S to be sub 30k because that would have been a great price for something like this for people who just, who want an entry entry level into the next gen. But 35k is a bit too much, I think, for a for a uh, underpowered, not underpowered, but like lesser powered console. Uh, what were your thoughts when you when you first saw the pricing for India, dude? I honestly, uh, I kind of expected it bad. You know, because India always gets shafted with its taxes and GST and whatnot. And honestly, dude, I think... And import duties. And import duties. And I'm not too happy with these prices. Like, you know, next gen, when I see these next gen prices of 499, 599, we never get those prices. So I'm just kind of really bummed out because this year, more than ever, it's been hard on everyone financially, right? So I was really hoping that we would get some sort of like... Like, okay, fine. I was not expecting the dollar conversion price, but something close to it. But you saying that the most, uh, that the, the smaller one costs 35, whereas globally it costs how much? So, uh, we, I've kind of, I created this comparison sheet, which let me just open that up. I have it here somewhere. So, if you compare to the US pricing, an Xbox Series X, if you convert the US pricing to Indian rupees, it comes to about 36.5K, whereas we are paying 50K. Uh, which is okay, but then the thing is that the Xbox Series S it costs something like twenty two k in the US and if you convert into thirty five. We're, we're paying thirty five. So the, so basically, you're paying thirteen grand more. 
for the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S, which is strange because the lower price console should have a lesser, lesser premium on it. For sure, right? for sure. So it's bizarre. But but then again, I also compared like back when the Xbox One consoles launched, what kind of difference was there between the US price then? And for those consoles, also there was rough. There was maybe ten to thirteen thousand rupees difference between the US price and the Indian price. So it's not that big of a difference. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty much the way Xbox does it. Like they don't, like they don't try and price it so as competitive. They but just it's make not sure that Xbox, right? Because even with the PlayStation, we have to pay a significant markup on US pricing. So I think for any and every console that comes to India, or even PC hardware for that matter, dude, we're always getting shafted. Always. That's true. But you know, the, so, so that brings me to like. The thought that okay, fifty k is a is is for a console that, I mean, the argument is coming up like even on the forums, people go back and forth on this discussion. But you know, like people are happy to spend seventy eighty k on a phone every couple of years. People who buy iPhones or who buy the Sam- high end Samsung phones, they go they go over a lakh now. I mean, so that's something. So for a console that's good, that, that that's going to be fifty k. And no, they're going to play, keep it for four five years. I don't think the people who spend the money have the issue anyway. Because, like you said, if I'm if if a guy is updating his iPhone every fucking year, dude, I don't think he gives a fuck about this pricing anyway. This pricing is not going to hurt that person. This pricing is going to hurt passionate gamers, but who kind of are a little more conservative with their expenses because, like, life and like everything else has come in kind of the way. So you want to kind of prioritize, right? Like, do you need to actually do something, or do you want to just put in 50k on a console? The console is going to give you great value. So and and honestly, if you're talking about a value proposition in today's day and age with COVID where you can't do anything and gaming is one of the most important sources of like, you know, escapism for you. I just think it's it's still a little pricey. So which is why a lot of people are a little like, oh man, it's 35,000. I think also, I think also unlike an iPhone where you, once you buy it, like Indians don't fucking pay for apps, right? So right. they buy the phone and that's it and they pay their mobile bills. But on, on a, with the console, you're buying a console and then you're going to buy the games. And you have to have uh, a decent TV also, all right? If you want, to and then you have to pay for, and on, you have to pay for Xbox Live or right. Game Pass or whatever. So, so you're going to pay a subscription you on top the of that. The whole thing into into the equation is quite an expensive investment for a lot of people. True. So that kind of brings me to the question about Xbox Series S versus Xbox Series X. Now people are talking a lot. Of, so when they announced the Series S, uh, there was a lot of speculation about how like how much. In terms of power, in terms of computing or, or, or GPU power, how, how much how much lower spec it would be compared to the Series X? And as it turns out, the only real difference is in the GPU in the graphics uh, department. But everywhere else, apparently, it's the same. Uh, the other major differences between the X and the S, are, of course, that the Series S is a much smaller device. It's white in color as opposed to black. It's actually one third the size of the Series X. Uh, the, other, the other differences are there's no disk drive uh, it's digital only and it's got a 512 uh, GB SSD as opposed to 1 TB in the Series X uh, so that's but the, the 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 interesting part is that the actual specs of the console seem to be pretty pretty much the same uh, uh, like barring the graphics but so what and so that that actually sounds very cool for someone who's on the fence about Xbox PS5 also someone who just wants to play casually and doesn't care uh much about 
wanting na- native 4K because because this is a lower power GPU, uh, it, it can't do native 4K gaming. It's going to do 1440p, which in some way is going to be upscaled to 4K. Uh, so, will can uh, I ask you a question though? Like, will a huh? guy like you and me be actually be able to make out the difference between Dude, that? I will not. Okay, I will not. I won't. I will not. So, so, so it's a good idea for me. The fuck up is that. So, I was, I was almost sold on the Series S when it announced it, and when the specs came out, and people who people who knew more than me about hardware were saying that okay, look, this is pretty pretty cool and quite similar to Series X. Uh, but then I saw on Twitter a lot of game developers kind of really frustrated by the Xbox Series S announcement. Uh, I mean, these guys, of course, like and these are guys who from Remedy, from Infinity Ward, developers who make these sorts of games that you that you buy that you buy a console for, and they were really frustrated by the fact that they like it might not like 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 even the CPU, even though it's the same CPU. The clock speed is lower on the Series S, even if it's a little less than the Xbox Series X. But what that means is that all the game code that that requires the CPU of the of the of the console. So even a little difference is going to make them have to code the game separately okay. or right. tweak the game separately, and that's going to be a headache for them because because you know also there's this whole policy of Microsoft that, that you have to support your games across Xbox One and, and Xbox Series X and Xbox right. Series S. So basically, you're looking at four consoles that they have to support. Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, and Xbox Series ah, S. So you're going to have to... So imagine you're going to have to make a game for PS5, which is fi- hopefully probably just one right. one Very console specs-wise. Uh, they aren't forcing people to make games across PS4 and PS5. So assuming that they make a game only for PS5, you have to then make a game for five other platforms. That's four Xboxes and one PC. So that's that's going to be a big pain in the ass for developers if what they say is true, that it's so difficult and it's going to be... Uh, there'll be much, compromises there. How much of a uh, graphical, like... Uh, what do you call it? decrease will there be like is this is the smaller xbox like in the midpoint between the series x and the xbox one right now is it like somewhere in the middle or where is so it's it it's I, I think it's more comparable to the xbox one x uh than okay. uh, uh the older xbox but right. it's like so so no, in terms of actual performance they're saying that it'll play uh all the games that the xbox series x does it's just that it will uh, it will play at a at a lower resolution, uh, but the other stuff that's going to be there. So basically, the whole velocity architecture, which which helps uh, with faster load times and stuff like that, that that's going to be the same across both. So which is good, but I think the only difference will be firstly, I mean, if you look at ideally, the, the, the only real difference is going to be the resolution. But based on what these developers are saying, that you know, you might have uh, like poor performance on a Series S compared to a Series X if the game isn't optimized for Series S as well. Right. I mean, I'm sure first-party games will kind of nail it across both. Uh, and for someone like me, if, uh, I would only buy an Xbox for Forza Horizon. I have no other need for an Xbox. For someone like me, a Series S is just fine. Also, I'm not a video file. Is there a word video file? I'm not a video file, so I don't really care about resolution as much. Frame rates also, like small dips, don't even like I don't even notice small dips in frame rates. So for me, I think Series S might still be okay because I'm more into it for the first party. But I think for most people, they should really sort of wait, wait for it to come out, see what people have to say about 
like especially third party performance because first party i'm sure like i said they'll 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 nail it performance wise but i think yeah third party might suffer a you bit. know i remember in the last podcast or the one before that i remember gagan saying that in this past gen or this what is current gen uh, weirdly a lot of third party games perform better on the xbox than they did on the ps4 pro as well right so i mean i'm but also also the xbox one x came like really later in the life cycle yeah and yeah. so i i mean so it's not hard to like an an xbox one x was a very similar it was actually a more powerful xbox one so they were just kind of making the game for xbox one and they, they just added more more features performance wise to xbox one x which is easy to do you're actually building the game for the series x and then and then having to kind of scale back for series s which is an issue uh, when you when you're making a game and then scaling it up that's great because you can increase the frame rate you can increase increase the resolution but lowering it for a lower for for, for a less powerful console might is the tricky part right so, but I, i don't understand so maybe you can explain this to me why has xbox made like 50000 fucking models this gen do like and the continue dude and i don't i don't get the naming and i was just reading this It's article so which which actually right so they are now to what you were saying dude i got confused <laughs> so, so basically you know for guys like us who write articles about gaming console gaming like i was reading this article on gamespot where they're like you know we are so confused about okay this game is coming out on xbox series x and ps5 now you say it's games coming out on xbox series x and xbox series s and and ps5 and whatever so the, and then and then the response to that is that okay from now on we're just calling it xbox xbox like when it is called xbox and that includes all all four skus which includes xbox 1 xbox 1 x series x series s all of that so it's, it's so confusing uh, to kind of uh is just wrap your head around like even saying it out i have to think twice before okay am i saying the right name here but it does so, seem like at least from the surface like to uh, someone who isn't that much into xbox right now anymore this gen it does seem that they're trying to be more pro consumer like give the consumer more options uh, like okay you got which is what so all the devs who complained they, they were saying this the, the first thing said that this is great for consumers but for us it makes our job much harder it right. makes our job Also, the th- fuck up is like, what if, what if one of these two sells way better than the other? Like, like assume the series S does sells way more than the series X, which is a possibility considering the price. Point, right. People might just say that, like, Dell might be like, okay, I'll just make for the series S, and then Xbox Series X can just use that and upscale that, you know. So it it's it's a tricky situation for devs, I feel, because. Uh, they might lose either way like they can't they can't make everybody happy right right and, and then you have and then and then uh, i mean there's the issue of i don't even know if the series s is going to like it's smaller by one third but is there going to be a gigantic power break with it we don't know that yet yeah which is the, which is something xbox has always had the power breaks it's not there for so, the xbox series x for the xbox series x doesn't have one yeah Okay. but series but uh because it's built yeah in. i mean bigger it's built in and yeah, yeah and it's also built into series x but i don't know if the series s has a built in one or if they're going to have a power break with it dude about um, like fucking cards going forward to name all the xbox with the pictures and all you know okay this is <laughs> and i like you were just saying you know i was feeling bad for guys like even ubisoft for example because this gen say for a game like assassin's creed valhalla is on the current gen it's on all the multiple gens on xbox and on pc and on fucking stadia and ps4 and ps5 is nuts dude 
to dubies one of the guys who were like most happy to support new platforms like when switch came out when when even ps vita came out like they are the ones who always have games for every new platform like when I vr came out things that i get the enthusiasm but like in some cases games then end up suffering right because like like black flag for, for example sure. was like a whatever game on the ps3 right it was yeah. on ps4 the same way from what we've seen on valhalla on current gen consoles the game doesn't really look that hot dude like but it looks really nice on pc which is what i'm yeah. going to look on next gen consoles so they always have this weird icky kind of transition between generations uh, but yeah. i guess it is it is what it is yeah so and so from an indian perspective this is actually uh a first for india because this is the first time we're going to get an xbox console launch along with the worldwide launch uh i mean if you remember xbox 360 and xbox 1 came almost a year later no xbox 360 came a year later xbox 1 came i think 6 to 7 months yeah, later xbox 1 came uh, later. remember there was a launch party at the taj or... at the taj yeah 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 i, I, I think that was that was a good 6 7 months later so not yeah. a year like the 360 right. but this one's going to launch on the same date which is november 10th uh and even the even the pre-order dates are the same as the US so it's going to be pre-orders up on Amazon and on 22nd September for pre-orders cool man I w- and i, I asked i asked microsoft when as in where will the pre-orders are going to be because uh i mean they they got their hands burned when they went amazon exclusive with the xbox one and it it really hurt their sales so uh from what i gather they're not going to go amazon exclusive for this for this generation but amazon will continue to be their primary retail partner they will do some offline stuff they will do flipkart and all of that i'm sure but i think uh, amazon will continue to the be visibility also is going to take a hit dude because of covid like because now like people don't stroll into vijay sales or chroma anymore right and they dude you'd be surprised oh, really? you'd be surprised dude dude i went to buy some appliances for my mom's house and this was a regular weekday and dude it was packed not only was it packed stuff was sold out because people were just buying shit the moment lockdown ended we couldn't buy a fridge cuz the ones we wanted were all sold out all there was the display pieces holy shit dude so people dude, people are buying like mad but that's besides the point so no so that depends if amazon if uh, these guys want to put the xbox consoles in these stores like your chromas and your vijay sales and your reliance digital or do they just want to keep it online i think they will do offline because they realized that xbox one tanked in in large part because they went amazon exclusive so i think they will go offline but i think amazon will continue to I be there offline you know there's a certain charm to it when you see the kind of console running a game on like a nice tv it causes that there's a little the like, console is such a hands on device do you need that hands on right? experience you need right. to hold the controller just see what it looks like i mean of course most of these stores they don't even they won't optimize even like demo it on they won't optimize it. it exactly they, they won't even be at 4k it'll be like on some 1080p uh display yeah, unless microsoft makes yeah. makes makes it a point to also make sure they 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 provide the display and make sure it's optimized otherwise i don't see it happening right right but uh, yeah so we sh- i mean by the time this episode is out we might even have indian pre order details uh for uh the xbox console so keep an eye out for that oh by the way also i was uh, i saw a leaked image do do you know how much the cost of an ex of an expand like like a storage expansion of 1 tb is going to be in the us for xbox how much 219 dollars for 1 tb and how much is that here mm over 15k holy shit yeah holy shit also because 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, of course, of course, I mean, storage is not cheap. SSDs are not cheap. But like this gives you an idea that now, now you're no longer like playing with regular hard drives like the older consoles. Now these are SSDs and these are these are highly customized uh, devices like storage storage uh, drives because they want to optimize for like whatever uh, faster load times and things like that and and, 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 and seamless game switching. So they the want they can't that you just told me US. So by US pricing, yeah. probably hit like twenty grand or so. This is rumored, the rumored pricing because it was leaked. Like everything else, has it has been leaked. Uh, but yeah, by the time it comes out, twenty k for sure, if not more. That's the like price so, of a console, man. Like a some kind of a console. It is. It is for sure. No. Also, the thing is that because like like unlike the earlier generation, you could actually plug in your own external hard drive into an Xbox One and use that. But now, because this is customized storage, you'll you'll have to buy an official hard drive for it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if it's, uh, like for guys who, who go and buy a Series S, for example, right. they are gonna have to eventually either keep, either keep deleting games or they're gonna have to. This is like uh, this is like Apple doing their shady shit, dude. Like you need the lightning yeah, cables yeah. and nothing else works and all. Yeah. yeah. So, although although that being said, uh, so apparently the Xbox these Xbox consoles they have they've kind of built they're building it in a way where uh, game, actually you might have smaller game download sizes. I don't know how it's going to work, but it might use cloud or it might use some sort of some sort of way to then, based on what you're playing, it will kind of download that bit as and when needed. So what you're saying is, if I start a game and if I start it in single player, it'll prioritize the single player section of the download. Is that what you're saying? Or there might be some way where they're, where they're kind of using shared assets. I don't know exactly. I haven't read the details, but from what, I mean, the general, the, the whole gist of it is that you will have smaller download sizes. Except uh, for fucking Call of Duty, that's still gonna be like two hundred. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't get the, like what's the point of having all these m- different different packs when you have to get them all anyway? Dude, it's really stupid. Is it on is it on PC as well? Do I have all, all these multiple packs you have to download, or is it only on console? Dude, on PC also my 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 uh, my fucking files like two hundred and fifty GB for one game, which is like ridiculous, man. Yeah, like madness. most people I know have stopped playing COD not because they don't like COD because their SSDs are not big enough to play COD and another game it's like ah. either or you know it's crazy dude so so what's your take on the Xbox Series X and S are you are you even remotely interested not at all dude honestly I mean I'm, I may sound like a negative nanny but like for me there's really no kind of motivation to go Xbox right now because the one or two games that I'm kind of interested in will come to PC like Halo Infinite Forza is not really my jam like I could do without it and honestly their exclusives as I've said before also they have no interest to me so this console is of no interest to me. But that being said, if the if the smaller console, the S, had a better pricing, I may eventually have considered it for something that may eventually have come out. But for now, I'm I've got zero. Dude, but Series S could well come into grey market for twenty around twenty five. Like like if it's twenty two in the US, I can see it right. being sold in India at around twenty five at the grey market. So the thing with me, dude, is it's not about the hardware. It's about the games that I get to play on it. That that takes precedence True. for me. And if there's nothing I can play on it, and I'm not interested in Game Pass, I'm not interested in the indies, I'm not interested in fucking Sea of Thieves or anything. I mean, the console itself isn't like appealing to me. And I think I said this before also. Even as and when I do end up buying a PS5, it'll be to currently play my 
my back catalog like avengers which is a great game but a terrible mess on the ps4 because even the ps5 at launch has besides miles and maybe ratchet it's nothing really super interesting to me yeah but i think anyways like xbox has kind of shifted their entire focus this gen i think their their whole focus is more on getting more subscriptions than selling more consoles so whether that happens on pc or whether that happens on xbox this current gen last gen i don't think they give a shit i mean they want to get X- game pass even on playstation uh, but sony said fuck off i'm sure but uh, yeah. so i think for them it's all about it's all about subscriptions dude games pass is separate right i can't like th- there is there like an ultimate games pass that say allows me to use that same games pass on like or on like xbox and pc or do i need a separate games pass for pc yeah yeah no no so so there's xbox game pass ultimate right which is across uh, pc and console oh, yeah all all platforms that involves xbox live as well xbox live as well yeah yeah and now ea uh yeah access yeah access yeah access yeah i mean it's a good i see i see it dude i see it. it's like a good value proposition from a software perspective but uh and and i'm actually happy for guys who kind of want to get on that because they'll have access to a lot of games for that one time price but for me personally as you were saying yeah i'm i'm going to hold off for now yeah for sure So dude uh tell me one thing did you catch the Ubisoft event that happened last I night I did I did I watched it live and actually oh, I wasn't disappointed I wasn't disappointed because we we talked about in the last episode about how events have been so fucking boring uh since the lockdown began and so much filler material and none of that in this event it was like a short I don't think it was an hour long maybe 45 minutes 50 minutes long and it was just like gameplay 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 a little bit of dev talk and that was it in fact in fact i was actually watching the live the uh, the, the the pre-show as well and they actually had some very cool stuff to show on the pre-show as well which, which they could have easily put in the live in the main in the main event but they right. didn't right. so they kept it very tight and there were like three three games that really stood out for like for me and i think for for you guys as well uh so what so did you watch it as well or did, did you watch some of the highlights from it no i actually i actually just saw the highlights in the morning and like you i kind of my i so i was actually looking at a lot of stuff because i'm interested in the division so i saw the first look at the division mode i was telling you guys about it looks super cool i was like yeah they actually announced uh uh not not in the main show but in the pre show uh, they announced their plans for year 3 of crew 2 and again like they support they, they support the games really really well So uh, this November will be the beginning of year three for the crew two, and they and they're breaking up year three into three seasons. And the first content update for year three is going to be actually going to be them adding in a like a Need for Speed Hot Pursuit type mode of cops versus racers. Oh wow! So they they are supporting the game really well, and I hope that people is that going to be like a limited time mode, or is that? I don't know but it's it's going to go live I believe on the in some in mid November uh it might be a limited I'm not sure but yeah I mean it's cool that they're putting all this stuff in yeah I mean they've, they've done so much with that game in fact there's uh, there's a bunch of new content I mean not that I'm too concerned about it but there's a bunch of new content for for honor as well uh, that's being supported like aggressively even though it didn't get very good reviews at launch same with division i'm pretty sure they're coming out with the new season along with this new mode that's going to be announced as well uh there's yeah I, but the but the big game that that really stood out for for a lot of people especially from an indian perspective is the announcement of prince of persia sands of time the remake right because it's it's being developed uh, not being developed only in india but the uh the the uh, studios in pune and mumbai are the lead 
studios for this game, which is a first for them. Uh, but yeah, the feedback to that <laughs> to that reveal hasn't been the most positive. So okay, the thing is that this is kind of like a touchy subject because I don't want to be a dick because I know there are a lot of guys in Pune and Bombay who are really excited about this, and you know the fact that. They've gone from like a support studio to actually headlining the development of an iconic franchise like this. I think that's great for them. That being said, I feel that the tech they've used is really subpar, right? Because I was looking at some of the videos and it's like there is no lighting. Everything's very flat. Uh, the shadows are non-existent. And, and the thing is that the weird thing is they've rebranded it as a remake. Now, when you use the word remake, dude, my standards are automatically very high because what are remakes this year or have been following these last few years have been fucking excellent, dude. And in fact, if you look at Mafia also, that's a remake and they've remade the game from the ground up, dude. Like it looks insane. And they do that with Resident Evil. They've done that with, uh, I think, uh, Spyro. They've done that with a bunch of other games, including Tony Hawk, which also which you're playing, right? So automatically. So I can't just like give the game a pass because it's made by an Indian studio because then that wouldn't be correct because just that's me being biased. Uh, but I think definitely this game requires a lot of work. That being said, the gameplay itself, it looked decent. It's like they've expanded a little bit and they've kind of fine-tuned that formula, which was pretty good to begin with. But dude, they need at least some more time. And this is like a fucking January release. This is not ready for a January release. But so I think what we saw was probably an older build because it said it was an alpha build and there's no way they're still in alpha phase if the game's coming out in six months I hope, or less than I six hope months. for their sake they're not. Yeah. So I don't think it's like a from the ground up remake, but I think they've gone and touched up some things that that were dated. Like they, they've gone and touched up the camera. They, they, the combat has been reworked. All the They've changed all the character models. They've changed the they've done, they've done they've done mocap also and they've actually got the model. voice actors to come come in and do the voice acting again. Uh but uh yeah, I don't think it's a full remake from the ground up. So they've just gone and like like picked and cho- chosen what parts you they know, want to I, go I, back and rework. It's it's kind of unfortunate because this is if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, this is Ubisoft's first re- remake slash remaster. First ever remake, yeah. Right. So obviously now there are, there's like a lot of like eyeballs on them, and I don't know if the guys are technically capable of kind of pulling this off because there's just too much pressure on this whole thing. Because if you think about it, this is pretty much the first of Ubisoft's remake from their iconic catalog, and if it doesn't perform well, if it's not looking good, if it if it doesn't sell well, it's gonna set like a really bad precedent going forward. Because then Ubisoft may be like, fuck it. We don't want to remaster old again because people aren't buying this shit. But then it's a catch-22 situation because they probably didn't give these guys enough resources to come up with a proper remake. So it's They've been of- working on it for two years, though. It's a, it's a two-year project. But, dude, I mean, think about it this way, right? These guys, all all this time, they've done support work on, like, on like a bunch of Ubisoft games. And I think they've developed only, like, Just Dance or something like that. Uh, if I'm not they, 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 they love work on Just Dance. They do all the choreography for the dances, I think, in the, in the Pona studio. And they've also done a lot of work on Steep, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, they, they haven't led, they haven't yeah, led so development. I, I, you kind of... It's just they like, actually did, they did something, I believe, something... Uh, uh, a side-scrolling Prince of Persia game they did a while back. Maybe. But I just feel that this move has kind of thrown them into the deep end now. And 
and i'm hoping i'm really hoping for their sake by the time release comes up like they can they can turn things around because everywhere i read today right i was reading on the reset era forums i was reading on reddit twitter the comments on youtube dude this like a massive fucking back dude even on ivg people are like i mean this whole thing about it being uh, like people are making fun of that uh, the producer of the game who because of her accent like it's a very it's a very typical indian accent but it it just basically one, because the game wasn't as impressive as some people thought then then this became a, one more point to attack it i mean right? that honestly uh, that, i mean dude that's a dick move like like that's major major, that. major dick move so that's right, like there are there are developers who don't even speak english and right. they and they do a fine job like right. japanese developers don't speak a word of english so i don't think that should matter but, but uh, it's yeah. no reason to kind of like, no, for sure. it, like it's a low yeah, blow dude yeah for sure dude like but i would say that like dude honestly if i was working i'll give you an example if i was working at ubisoft and i saw this build dude there's no way i would be like yo this is ready for prime time shit you know like someone should have taken that call some like some gamer over there should and i'm assuming there's like a fuckload of gamers there like some gamers should have been like bro this is not ready we're going to get a lot of shit for this like i don't know why there aren't these kind of guys on board in these corporations you know when and but dude and, i'll tell you i'll tell you one thing uh like i haven't played the resident evil remake or the final fantasy one but i've seen them and they look like they've actually been remade from scratch but i've played tony hawk pro skater remake and this is not a made from scratch game it looks it doesn't look like a native ps4 xbox one game so this is another this is this is the other kind of remake where right. they've actually re, the gameplay is redone they've touched they've only they touched up the the visuals they haven't remade the visuals so it doesn't look as good as a native ps4 xbox one game but i think there's two kind of remakes that are out there one is where you where you go back and you make everything from scratch and others where you just go back and kind of update what, what what's kind of kind of outdated like with the camera the camera controls the or the, or the actual controls of the game so i think this is one of those games where i don't think the uh, the idea was to rebuild from from the from scratch so i think as long as the game plays well the camera has been fixed and it runs well i think that should be a decent enough uh, i mean output because this is also not a full price game it's $40 instead of 60 so i think the idea is not to make it a from scratch remake so i would kind of keep my expectations low on that front what the, the, the thing i didn't like about this uh, what we saw is that they've actually changed the entire color palette of the game it looks very very colorful almost like fortniteish in color like the colors pop so much whereas the uh, earlier game the original game was was a bit more sober and even the even the even the artwork and the architecture has been tweaked to an extent where it doesn't yeah. it doesn't resemble that game uh, in many I ways understanding they've kind of indianized a lot of the a lot of the models as well like if you look at the so there's a screenshot that's been floating around everywhere right it's the it's it's farah is her name farah i forgot yeah like, yeah mainly, right? it's farah yeah. and behind her there are a bunch of npcs and they have actually repeated the same npc in that cutscene and and those npcs look very indian right right so, so is isn't the game based in india see and that's the thing you know dude I've, i haven't played that game for a very long time now the thing is that there's a lot of historical conflict here also right now people are like yo this game takes place in persia but some people saying that the prince his father was from india and i can't comment on that cuz like historically it's been it's, been, it's been too long that, yeah it's been too long but i would say if if that was the goal to kind of just tweak gameplay a bit you know like just like 
uh, what do you call it? Just make it a little more modern age. Then they should not fuck with the fucking characters. They should have just left them be as is, right? Why do mocap again and do all the kind of stuff? So it feels like it's somewhere in the middle because it's not like just, okay, let's upscale it, increase the textures and increase, you know, improve gameplay and bring it on next gen. They, they kind of trying to do something else and then it's coming across as like this weird remake, remaster hybrid that unfortunately has not gelled with most people. Yeah, and it's a bummer, dude, because you've been working on a project for two years. You are excited to show it to the world, and the world fucking spits on it. And you're like, "Damn, bro!" I mean, it's it's kind of shitty for the devs. I, I kind of do feel for them. Yeah, but yeah. It is. It is. It, it was. It was disappointing for me to be honest. Like, I, this is not what I expected. And honestly, like, I don't even know why they. Like, why would they just remaster POP? Like, after all these years, I would have expected maybe a remaster of the whole fucking trilogy. P.O.P., uh, Warrior Within, and uh, Two Thrones. True. I mean, I think this is probably like like what we were talking about, right? They using this remaster to just kind of gauge interest yeah, for if yeah, they want to make a new that's, one. That's not going to work for anyone because they've seen the backlash. And now either the studio gets shafted or the IP gets shafted or, or Ubisoft's like never going to get remasters or remakes. So it's like a bad situation all around for everyone involved. No one's going to walk away from this in a good way. But on the plus side, uh, Jordan Mechna, who owns the IP, he's on board with this game and he's played the game and he was uh, tweeting about it and all that. So I think that I think Ubisoft is on good terms with him, which was not the case a while back. So maybe there is the kind of the scenario, the environment is now there for. So what to, I read was also interesting yeah. because apparently um, over the years, a lot of internal Ubisoft studios have been pitching ideas and concepts for a remake slash remaster. And Ubisoft actually said no to all of them till they got this one from the India team and they actually approved it, which means the India team kind of beat out like a lot of the other guys to work on this, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. But then so I hope I, it works out, man. I really hope it works out because because if it doesn't work out and the game doesn't do well, I think it 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 could it could like you know uh, resign India again to becoming a support studio rather yeah, than getting sure. you know chance to make f- uh, further sure. games in the future. And, so and, hope it and works given out. that like dude, it's the COVID and all, they they're gonna use excuses and maybe fire some people and all. It could be like pretty bad. So so apparently uh, the uh, I mean the good thing is that. They so far haven't laid off anyone, or they haven't even cut sal- cut anyone's salary. So that's really cool uh, in the Ubisoft India. Yeah. So the, the other big game uh, that was announced was uh, so th- there was a game announced last year called Gods and Monsters, which uh, we didn't hear anything about, and now that game has been rebooted or at least renamed to Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Uh, it was felt in yeah. such a weird way. Can I ask you that, bro? Like, sorry, Phoenix. Yeah, it's like it's so like. <laughs> I mean, bro. I think I think the name is so generic. They had to fix, like, change something about it, like Immortals Phoenix Rising. Like it's just random, like in a like a game name generator. Like people spelling or something. Three or something, dude. Like it, it gave me those <laughs> kind of flashbacks, dude. Like why? Yeah. Is this happening? So the the game actually, uh, I don't know what how I feel about it. It's like. It's like very inoffensive, but nothing about it really like stood out to me that I okay this makes me want to play the game. So it's it's set in it's set in Greek mythology. Uh, it's a third person open world action adventure, very colorful like Fortnite. And you kind of be you are friends. You kind of meet all the Greek gods, and they help you take take on the forces of evil. And the gameplay gameplay has it seems quite varied. Like you have bow and arrow, and you can fly and things like that. But 
I don't know, something about it just doesn't that that one hook is not there that makes it okay. This is something cool. I want to look forward. Here's to. what I think is why that is uh, because, like you, when I saw the game, I wanted to like it. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. Open world, tick mark. You know, melee combat, tick mark. Skills, tick mark. But it's not fitting with me because, dude, there's nothing original about this game. From either its art style. Or the fact where it's set in Greece. Or I've just been burnt out with Greece with Odyssey. Or the fact that this combat is kind of cool. Or there are 50,000 other RPGs now. There's nothing about this game that gives it a unique sense of identity. It's like an amalgamation of different games and genres. Targeted at maybe people who like that kind of color palette. Maybe targeted at kids. I don't know if this is... Uh, uh, like a mature game or whatever but it was just not super appealing even though I wanted to like it because dude honestly after putting so much time in Odyssey I'm done with Greece for now yeah and you know it's uh, like 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 we were talking about it in the last episode and, and we mentioned gods and monsters and we were not sure what kind of game it was and I mentioned that it seems like it's one of those open world uh, massively online uh, sort of games but I mean, I was very surprised and pleasantly surprised to learn that it's a it's like a story-driven action-adventure game. So that was actually world. it's still an open. It world. is. It's open world, but it's not an online-focused game. It's it's very much a story, character-driven game. I don't know if there are online elements in it, but it seems like it's a single-player game. Uh, which I was happy that you know Ubisoft is actually kind of still you know doing that kind of stuff rather than doing making I everything also, into. Did I also think that you and I, like people in our age group maybe, are not the right audience for it? So like today, you have a guy who's just playing Fortnite, like a kid of sorts, who's never experienced any of the violent God of War games for that person or who's played Assassin's Creed. So for that person, this game would be fucking awesome because he would lose or he or she would lose so many hours just exploring the game world. And I think it's awesome for them. It is for kids. I think, I think one, one cool thing is that the game world is broken up into, I think, five different areas. And each area is uh, like one particular god kind of oversees that area. And yeah, so that like that gods... Whatever, and then you like conquer that area. I don't know. I didn't see the whole gameplay. I saw like... Yeah, So and so the entire look and feel kind of matches that god's persona. And then I think once you kind of master that area, you get that god's ability or power or something like that. I think it works in that way. Uh, but yeah, I, and this game is out on 3rd December. So it's probably been in the works for a while. Uh, but I'm not sure how I honestly how I feel about it. Uh, it's coming on across. It's coming across current and next gen and yeah. PC and Stadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, Stadia was a big deal for this game. Like uh, the demos coming out first on Stadia and things like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it reminds me of a bit of God of War when I first saw it because it's like it's like God of War for kids, where all the gods are your friend. You don't kill the gods. You take on the bad guys and th- stuff like that. And they, they, they tried to put some humor into the game. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe we're the wrong audience for it. Yeah, but. we definitely are, dude. Like, this is not being tailored for us. Like, I would say this is more towards, like, like Gagan's daughter, for example. She would fucking flip, you know, over this game. Or uh, even kids would, like, really enjoy this, I think. So, I think it's good. It's, it's, it's disappointing that it's not a new Splinter Cell game. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that hurts me every time. But. Yeah. So... You you didn't watch it live, but I thought of you when they showed Sam Fisher and Rainbow Six. I'm like, well, this is the, this is the only this is the only game left for there to show on him. And I, I don't so. even want to talk about this. It's like dude, they're doing it so dirty right now. It's not even funny, bro. Like <laughs> now, dude, I think they're just fucking trolling the fans now. Like, oh, you want to see one more game by Sam Fisher? Yeah, Rainbow Six. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, dude. I mean, 
Dude, I don't. So, and and unfortunately, now I got stressed, dude, because now I'm looking at the POP thing. I'm like, fuck, what if they're planned to kind of remake Splinter Cell and the POP bombs, they're like, that's it. No fucking Splinter Cell. <laughs> I'm like, bro, why you gotta be like that, dude? Yeah. Uh, but speaking of games that are tailored for us, or at least in this case, tailored for tailored me, for uh, they, ended the, they ended the show with Riders Republic, which is a new IP. Uh, it's by the same guys who made Steep. If if you played Steep at all, it was a snowboarding, snowboarding skiing, game. open world sort right. of game. Uh, so the same team, uh, Ubisoft Annecy, and of course, and actually Pune also is working on this game. If you saw the trailer, the logo of, of Pune also came. I don't know anything about this game. So I gotta ask you: Is it like an open world, like biking game, or what is it? So it's got multiple disciplines. So it's open world. It's online. Uh, so you can play solo or online. So it's open world. Uh, so there's bikes in it. There's skis, snowboards. Uh, there's wingsuits, parachutes, I saw uh, everything. Sorry? I saw cycles also. Cycles. Cycles as well. Yeah. So there's multiple disciplines. And uh, so the way it is, is it's designed to be an um, uh, online game where you can have up to 50 people competing at at, at, at one time. In one event? Uh, in one event, and I think that that'll happen. That, that's going to be that's going to be confined to the next gen versions. I think current gen might have fewer people supported, and also also next gen is going to be sixty FPS, whereas current gen will be less. I'm assuming. Uh, but the idea is that you just massive open world. Uh, you compete with with with, with, with in massive events, but there's also a, a single player co op stuff in there. Uh, my only worry is that they will make it like steep in terms of gameplay i think steep had many good ideas but they kind of made the gameplay too simulation and too technical where it turned people off if like because now they're throwing in bicycles they're throwing in all sorts of other disciplines i hope they make it more arcadey because this kind of game with 50 people you you want a big uh, audience for this game so i hope they kind of make it simpler to play and easier to get into uh but but whatever they've shown of it so far it looks like a lot of fun uh this game is out i believe in february i think february it's out uh i mean like i like the game i really like everything they showed about it the visuals look great uh the gameplay that they didn't show much they did show a bit of gameplay it, it also looked very cool the game ball look, looked a lot of fun like if you've seen a lot of the red bull videos where they have this treacherous terrain that they have bikes dri- yeah, riding yeah, yeah. like downhill on like a lot of that kind of uh uh st- terrain is there in the game uh, they will have a lot of also like you know the game is going to have lots of like uh, uh, live events like su- suddenly you're playing and there'll be, a, there'll be a live event where everyone can go and compete together or whatever like a bit like Forza Horizon has it as well so I have a question if I'm on my own and if I'm not like in a very competitive mood like is there like single player stuff I can do like yeah like- there will be there will be there will be single player also there will be co-op also so, so it could be just you and a friend uh, tackling events by yourself is, uh, if you want obviously it sounds like an online only game no, it does. No, so I think I don't know. If, I don't know if it's always online, but it's 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 designed to be played online. Uh, but you can not do multiplayer if you, if you don't want to. You can also do events solo if you want right. to. Okay. So so that was the three big games. Uh, so some of the games that were not shown was so we 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 mentioned last week Skull and Bones and hoping that we might see it. Uh, so that wasn't shown at all. And I actually saw a story online that said that. Uh, they're actually they're actually rebooting that game. 
uh, and they're going to change the entire scope of it because they didn't feel it kind of matched with what they wanted it to turn out to be and make it more That's to kind of go deeper into what they've done in the AC pirate games uh, sorry the AC uh, what about the naval elements right. they want to make it deeper than that and make it more like exciting for people who want a more different kind of experience so they are taking the time and i think we might get more details on this game i think only next year that game is pretty far off uh, there was also also no there was no no valhalla which is surprising considering that is coming out in november but that just means they probably will do another ubisoft forward event before that even yeah, watch dogs I... didn't get any like there was no gameplay demo but they did show a, a trailer that kind of showcased how you can hack into different kinds of people people and stuff and there was a music video with stormzy which was kind of cool yeah that's cool that's cool what yeah. i feel i i also feel that maybe uh, these guys have also received quite a bit of negative feedback over the months for valhalla so i think now they're going to show the game of once it's in a much more polished state because they've been showing older builds right and everyone's like dude it looks so janky and the animation looks so fuck all and what is happening here and i think now they're like you know what bro let's just show you when the game is like almost ready to be shipped because it's what like what are we in right now like two months away from shipping they've actually moved the date forward so exa- so exactly, it's now yeah. it's now it's now launching on the same date as the new co- as the xbox console which is a smart move on their part because people who and, buy the console and, will be inclined and, to buy the game as well they promised 4k 60 fps dude which is like fucking impressive dude if they can deliver that so that's your xbox series x launch title then it's launching sure. the same day yeah. and and also destiny um the destiny 2 expansion is yeah. going to be launching it's so ironic that microsoft has no big strong first party this time and they got this it's, kind of shit it really is it's really surprising like infinite's not even got a date now it's just like tba 2021 right like whenever yeah 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 i think that it it just it, this is just the evidence you need right that their focus is entirely game pass they want you to buy like, like like you know in the us and many other countries they have this thing where you can get the xbox on like on installment basis right. where you pay uh, per month for a couple of years and that installment includes the console as well as game pass like you can't just get the console on installments you have to buy game pass and the console so so, so you're basically uh, forced into game pass for 2 years whether you like it or not and that's how we, that's the entire plan with xbox this gen is they don't care about launch lineup first party game they just want people to get on game pass hmm. and the ea deal just makes sense uh more games I this though i think it's a good deal i mean i I I would love to be excited for a new Xbox game with or, I mean for a new Xbox console for something like a new Xbox game but till these guys like come out with something like really cool like a new Gears game or something I feel I'm just going to hang back and wait for the PS5 and maybe upgrade my PC maybe But dude even that new Gears game is going to come on launch date to PC is not going right. to you'll be missing out if you don't have an Xbox console That's true bro that's very true Yeah So are you uh, picking up an Xbox then at launch uh no i don't think so at launch because i i was leaning towards the series s uh but this whole thing about the devs not being very happy with it makes me feel like it's not going to get good versions of games not that i want third party games i only wanted my for me xbox is only a forza horizon box i'm not going to play anything beyond that on xbox but isn't that on pc like why wouldn't you not play that on dude PC? i've been playing it on pc a lot but i just for some reason i don't enjoy it as much on pc for some reason i want to play it on my tv on my right. tv and that's it i don't want to be on a 
computer chair and play for the horizon i want because i don't know for some reason i've been playing it on pc and i because you know this i haven't had an xbox for now 3 4 years now right uh, because my console died and then i haven't bought another one so i've been playing it on pc for a while and it's it's fine i'm enjoying it but i i want to play it on tv i want to enjoy it on a big tv so that so that that's my reason for picking up a console xbox and eventually there'll be a forza horizon 5 which i will want to play also on console so but my thing is now should i buy a lower res- resolution console for forza or if i'm going to buy a new xbox should i just like just pay a bit more save up save up a bit longer and get the xbox series x thousand for something that may not give you the optimal experience right then you may as well like or you i don't know if this is a possibility right now but like eventually just get the because for the price of the s you'll get the x from the us right Dude, who's fucking going to go to the US, man? Who knows when anyone's going to... So, I'm saying maybe sometime next year, you yeah, get yeah, yeah. auntie-uncles to get it sent down, right? I mean, you can wait. Yeah, I don't mind waiting. And I think I probably am not going to get it officially anyways because it's just not worth, the, worth that price for me. I mean, for, for me, uh, considering I'm, I'm only going to play one game on it, I'm not going to pay 50k for that, dude. No way. And speaking of what you're going to be playing what are you playing nowadays what are you going to be playing this week but before we get to what we're playing dude talk to us about uh, cold war and the multiplayer showcase oh, yeah. they did <laughs> dude so just like you uh the cod event was actually one of the few events that i enjoyed it was to the point they showed the <laughs> nice. game the, these are the mods and then streamers started playing it and i was like fuck yes bro this is what i want in events so uh, i don't know if you guys saw the event but essentially they kind of gave like a really big rundown of uh, the multiplayer component we also covered that on the site so please do check that out if you haven't already and yeah i mean did you see the event i didn't in fact i completely missed the entire multiplayer reveal so 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 i i did i did read some peop- some comments and people talking about how some fans will like it some fans will oh, not purely divisive again right is divisive mm. divisive yeah so basically a lot of people who love modern warfare are not feeling this game they were like dude i'm not feeling the vibe the the animations don't look that good the shooting doesn't feel that good the the gunplay doesn't feel all that good and and generally I don't know why but Treyarch developed games always get a little more flack than Infinity Ward developed games. I don't know if you ever noticed this but it's a yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, dude, they had to they had to really earn their stripes early in the early years, dude. Right. Like but even then, like World at War was good then I think I think with Black Ops they kind of got some respect. Black Ops they got it but then the thing with Black Ops is also I think Black Ops 1 and 2 were really well received. 4 not at all. 3 they were kind of lukewarm on that and now with Cold War what has happened is there've been like a lot of like behind the scenes things that have been happening also right because initially But dude even even Infinity War dropped the ball last few years man advanced warfare and whatever else they did Ghost was fucking abysmal The thing is that gamers have like this whole goldfish mentality right right now everyone's enjoying modern warfare so Infinity was like can do no wrong in their eyes The thing is unfortunately Cold War has had a lot of shit going on in the background because the game initially was to be developed by Sledgehammer Games right but then then there was some issue there then they were supposed to work in conjunction with raven but then that didn't work out well so raven completely took over the duties now i don't know if this is only for single player or includes multiplayer as well but i'm sure there must have been some fallout over there so then treyarch kind of stepped in and said okay let's do our conventional stuff and now what has happened is this game resembles a very conventional cod experience so for some people that's great 
it's very fast paced there's unlimited sprint so it feels very arcadey very fast paced whereas people who like modern warfare like it for that slow methodical kind of tactical ish pace and i'm using tactical in like quotes because you can't see it because cod is anything but tactical but you are i mean like there's weight behind your the guy running there's weight behind your weapons there's like really good recoil and honestly i don't see any of the complaints like people have issues with the with the guns the way the guns look and feel i thought they looked and felt fucking great dude like crisp i there are issues with the dude, sound anyways and anyways like you can the, when you want to put skin on them they look like fucking toys anyways dude No, that's not what like they're modern war. talking about. Like they're talking about, like the reload animation, the way okay, the okay, okay. how it looks, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, which is weird because, like, you can't really get a vibe from this just by looking at someone play. Uh, so the good part is the game is gonna have an open beta as well, so everyone who's on the fence can really try out the game and see what they want to do. But personally, I'm extremely excited for this game because what this game has done is it's taken a lot of that Battlefield 4 DNA and fucking given it the Call of Duty spin-off uh, formula. So what's going to happen is you have your conventional Call of Duty game modes, but you're going to have these like really big game modes like if you've played Battlefield, you know how you have Conquest where you have like four flags, you got to keep capping the flags till your score wins or uh, till your sorry till the team wins. So you're going to have modes like this like big scale wards with like a lot of vehicles uh with a lot of like coordination required between teams and that is something like for some reason modern warfare completely dropped the ball on completely right because modern warfare had something called ground wars which kind of was like a really fuck all mode it was it was a mode that was supposed to be this battlefield contender competition contender but it turned out to be anything against it now with the fact that with this game like cold war is not going to have like a whole lot of openable doors and stuff like that so we're hoping that'll going to lead to less camping and more people playing the objectives because the more you play the objectives the more you get your score up and the more you can call them because now as you know there no more kill streaks there's something called score streaks now so it's not depending on how much you kill it's depending on how much of a score you rack up and that score can Which be like good up. for guys like me dude exactly so that's oh and there's another good news there so so if you're a team player you play the objective you can technically call in a score streak as well and at the same time unlike kill streaks if you die your kill streaks don't get your score streak doesn't get reset so you can come back to life and pop in that uav that you were denied you know right So this game is to a certain extent being looked at for the guy who finds COD too hectic but now I feel it's kind of angered the hardcore community who are like bench or you guys need to get good don't fuck our game up and dude honestly with with when your community reaches the size of like a cod community dude there's no way everyone's going to see eye to eye on the same thing right so yeah personally dude i'm really excited about this game like the map variety looks great they have like shit load of map variety like like you know right from like the uh, the russian outback to like the sea like a caspian sea kind of vibe to like a dusty fucking satellite kind of thing like a, i really forget all the names but they look like there was a good amount of variety in this game and even like this miami level it just looks so colorful and like poppy like popped you know um, nice. so yeah so i'm definitely so when is when is this game out November thirteenth. Nice. And do they also have like a free upgrade for PS Five, Xbox Series X? They do not. It's not a free upgrade. Oh, really? Pay a little more for that. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about that already. Yeah, I think ten bucks. I have to buy some other edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. The weird thing. I mean, not. It's not weird, but because uh, this gen Call of Duty has had 
uh, exclusive PlayStation content, the very first round of beta which is on the first weekend that takes place from the 8th of October to the 12th of October is going to be a PlayStation exclusive beta. So it's only for pre-ordering members and for an open beta for the last two days for all PlayStation members. And the weekend after that is when everyone will kind of get to experience the game for themselves. Right. Nice. But yeah, I mean, dude, like COD is my scene right now. And I was talking to some of the guys and it really feels so weird that, you know, like we're all hyped for a COD game and it's so fucking sad that this is all what we would have been for a Battlefield game, you know, and there's no Battlefield in sight and Battlefield really dropped the ball with BF5 and no one knows when their new game's going to come out and cause just sitting and taking all their lunch money, you know, like... That's every- what I was thinking as you were talking about uh, tactical and bo- Battlefield-like and I was wondering, wondering like, where the fuck is that game, dude? Like, they're showing Dragon Age random things but nothing on Battlefield. Dude, Battlefield could be like some mad-ass 2021, like September, October, you know. That's when Battlefields normally come out. So, I don't experience, uh, like I don't anticipate like a showing till like mid of next year. And now with COVID, probably even later, probably go to 2022 or something, dude. And it's they weird. should take like a like a Ubisoft approach to Battlefield sure. now. Like create Speaking a platform and this. Speaking huh. of Battlefield, there has been a rumor that's been roaming around Twitter right now that Battlefield 3 may be remastered. Oh, nice. That's the one Dude, I played last. that happens, I'm going to lose my fucking shit, bro. If that happens, I am going to lose all the shit that I have. But wait, what's the sense of remastering Battlefield 3? Like, like, you, like you mean that obviously they will, they will update the gameplay for sure, right? For Battlefield 3. And they'll just bring back the maps of Battlefield 3 and update those. That's that, what you mean that, by that, the remake. All Battlefield players want, honestly. Like, proper servers... Right servers like i will actually stop playing call of duty for a while and play that <laughs> and nice. i have a job now to lose you know that <laughs> yeah so but battle battlefield 5 was the gameplay also a problem or was just everything else around it so battlefield 5 it, it was weird because like i feel battlefield 5 had this issue of what it was trying to be you know because battlefield is not so you know what ttk is right the time to kill it's not normally as fast as cod which is why cod gameplay seems so hectic for someone like you because you gotta like it's like too fast space right where the battlefield doesn't have that kind of thing you can maybe even if you're flanked you can maybe win a gunfight but with bf5 they went they went chasing that cod crowd so the ttk was like too fast so then that put a lot of Battlefield guys off. Then the fact that back-to-back, sure, it, Battlefield 1 was World War 1 and this was World War 2. But you went back-to-back with like two World War-y games and people weren't really feeling those weapons. I've realized one thing, dude, like in competitive, the landscape, people only want to fuck with modern weapons, dude. Which is why Modern Warfare did so fucking well. Because after ages, I could like play with the M4, the AK, the fucking SMGs, all that shit. Even World at War and then those futuristic things. I wasn't really feeling that. It was either pew pew or it didn't have that like punch to it. You know, with the M1 and stuff like that. But with the Modern Warfare, dude, they just they just like knocked it out of the park, dude. So I'm hoping that even if BF is remastered, we'll get to experience that BF gameplay again. Dude, like, and personally for me, BF3 is my favorite BF. Hmm. So I would yeah, buy. I, dude, dude, even I enjoyed the game, and I'm not really into multiplayer shooters, but yeah, I enjoyed. And, and the thing is that it is weirdly well balanced because, like, you could, you could, if you're a good player, it's cool, bro. Because then there's no stress for you anyway. But even if you aren't a good player, you could support really well. You could repair, yeah. 
you could repair tanks you could lay down ammunition you could revive teammates you could drop health for teammates you could maybe try and take out tanks with your rpg like there were so many options and the game actually re- rewarded those those actions like right? it rewarded guys for, for you know for playing support Exactly. So you don't feel bad like you would like say in a cord. Like if you're at the bottom of the barrel in cord, dude, is really annoying because then you're just getting pounded and it's no fun for you. Whereas with battlefield, there are times when even I've had shitty games, but I've ended up enjoying those matches because we played together as a team. You know, I was repairing stuff. And, and, and there used to be this glitch, where as an engineer, you could actually repair the chopper as it was getting damaged. You didn't have to land the chopper and me repair it. So Nikhil and I right. viewed crazy chopper runs and like rack up crazy kills and it was just a lot of fun dude and and that non-linear battlefield sandbox gameplay is what warzone has weirdly capitalized on and captured so well which is why people love fucking warzone because it's got that battlefield dna right there and now with cold war they're gonna do that again with warzone again and weirdly they didn't announce again how this whole thing is going to get integrated with warzone they just said yeah it's going to be there and cold war will come in but they fucking didn't announce how it's going to time dice needs to get a shit together dude dice really needs to bring that shit together dude yeah anyway they got no other games they're working on this is all they got right yeah like what's even happened i I don't know are they even working on a new battlefront game oh yeah they make battlefront i have no idea dude i don't give a fuck about battlefront so i don't really care dude like it's so pew pew i'm just like no not my scene (laughs) yeah so what are you playing right now and besides Call of Duty. So, I'm actually playing a bunch of games, dude. I'm playing Control. Oh, nice. Which how is, is the port on? How is the how is it now, the port? It's nice, dude. Like, obviously, given my rig, which is a 1070, I can't max everything out. But I've tweaked the settings to a certain extent. And I'm getting, like, 60 FPS now. And it looks really nice. Like, there's a lot of destruction and all. So, I'm very happy with that. I'm playing Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, which is the remaster but it's like a terrible fucking remaster but oh, the really? game's fun so i'm enjoying mm. it again it's, it's like a really nice game and that was an ea game right wasn't ps3 dude there was like a lot of drama around this game also if you remember it was funded by kurt schilling and then yeah, he yeah. Took a loan from rhode island and he fucking bankrupt those guys and like a bunch of shit happened around this game yeah, yeah, yeah. the weird part is it the game actually turned out really nice it was it, it was it was supposed to be the start of this new universe that they would expand. The universe died with this game because it didn't even sell well. But everyone who's played it, uh, not everyone, but like most of the people who've played it have enjoyed it. Because it's like amazing fucking combat back in the day for generally RPGs, which again, back in the day had shittier combat. Today, every second action game is like pseudo RPG. So you don't really know the difference. But back then, this was like, damn, bro. This is like some really riveting like God of War like combat. Nice. So I'm playing that. And uh, I'm also playing Marvel. I'm still playing Marvel. I've finished the campaign. I've, I've shared my thoughts on IVG as well. And I'm actually trying to kind of level up all my individual heroes. Like I'm sticking with Thor right now. And I'm just like leveling the fucker of Thor. Have they fixed the matchmaking nope. at all? No, nope, they've not, dude. That's fuck all, dude. Dude, it really is. Like the other day I was trying to matchmake with another friend. And... Even then, it was just not happening. And I'm like, come on, bro. It's been like a week. You can't fix matchmaking. That's really shitty, dude. Like, Also, I've been I've been reading that the game is not selling as well as you would expect. I would Avengers not be surprised, game. though. I would not be surprised. Because the thing is that the game... So, I, I was reading this really nice uh, opinion piece. I think someone in Washington Post weirdly wrote. 
is this game is a solid game but its marketing has been all over the place dude and this is one of the things if you mention i i wrote about i spoke about in the last podcast also right it's it's got this it's like this weird hardcore diablo kind of game being marketed to like kids under the marvel game and i don't think they're really being sold because you got to have that dedication to grind out games right like that's why it's called a grind because you're just it's it's nothing fun i mean it is fun but it's the same shit you're doing over and over again just to get better loot and that's not a hook for casual gamers dude i think also the beta has probably hurt the game because even pre orders were not great for this game it, it wasn't like people saw the reviews after it came out and said oh i'm not buying this there were no pre orders happening for this game that you like you would expect for a high profile big budget I'm game sure that this was going because by now otherwise like a week from release we would have seen some sort of accolades trailer and the fact that we haven't seen that is weird but i would say this most games of of this kind like games as a service games weirdly always start out on a bad note because they either rushed to make release mm. or people are like yo all the all the fucking features are not working and they eventually kind of make it into something good now ubisoft has fucking got that down to a t but i don't know if square is capable of pulling it off because they mm. this is the first time for them to because they're all about single player experiences right and it's one and done you're done with the game maybe you'll have some dlc and that's it this is a very different kind of beast right because with every new content drop you also got to make sure that the balance is not broken like the new character doesn't break something it's like a lot of work dude so i don't know i hope it works because like i said you know the core gameplay is fun and honestly like if you like brawlers you should pick up this game but not right now for sure and especially if you if you're not too like excited for this game i would say wait for next gen cuz this game clearly was not built for current gen platforms yeah it performs super shit even on a pro so what about you what are you playing right now so i've been playing uh, tony hawk pro skater 1 and 2 remake which unlike avengers is selling quite well surprisingly uh, and and i can see why because they've done a really really good job like binox binox is the studio behind this remaster and uh, oh, like they are clearly fans of this game because dude they've 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 taken so much care in remaster in remaking this game that they've kept so many other things that like the game is 20 years the original game uh, pro skater 2 is 20 years old now and I played the game so much but I had no recollection of what the experience was like but the moment you boot up this game from the way the activision logo comes into the music uh, in the opening it's all like it just comes rushing back because they just kept all of that so intact um the game i mean they've added added a lot of stuff that makes it uh, more more modern like they've added some stuff in the stores they've added like uh, i like you could, like you can customize your character in slightly deeper ways it's not like in depth like other sports games but like you know a lot of stuff they've added in like like they've added challenges that you can achieve through in game actions and you can and you earn cash for that these are things that they've added in but once with the core gameplay that 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 old arcade skateboarding gameplay uh, the the basically the uh, all the skate parks that were there in the original game they're all back and it's it it's not like a final fantasy resident evil type remake that looks like it belongs on a ps4 but it's good enough that you, it doesn't feel like an eyesore it is it, it's it's good looking game it runs well it plays really well like it plays like an arcade racing game on a ps4 should uh, which is which is a huge compliment because that game has an aged well the original uh, 
so i think for anyone who anyone who's remotely interested in skateboarding games but doesn't want like the grind of a skate grind as a pun intended but anyways <laughs> it's a it's a skateboarding term where anyway uh so those who don't want <laughs> those who, those who don't want the, the the more technical uh gameplay of skate which by the way also is coming back skate is coming back soon like a remaster no a new game they're rebooting skate uh they announced it like there was no footage or whatever just the games uh, director just announced it on a I, i don't know which event it was some event i think so they announced it uh, that they're going to make they're making a new one but no other details but yeah so skate skate took a more serious uh, simulation sort of approach to it, whereas tony hawk is has always been very very arcadey it's all about having fun there's no very little realism even the game modes are very very like you know like very light hearted things like that so uh it's 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 actually really a blast like even if you haven't played the earlier games if you do get this game at a discount that right now is 3 grand on psn so it's not worth it if you're not a fan like for me i just bought it i didn't care but uh, uh it's not available at retail it's not it's not launching in india on disc so the only way to get it is through digital and it's not it's too, it's too expensive for a remaster right now or a remake but uh, i think if you do get a chance or anyone gets a chance uh, once it gets cheap up definitely pick it up it's one of the better uh, remakes oh, by out the way you know sure. the the guys who you mentioned binox they are the guys who yeah. are porting cold war to the pc as well oh nice so i'm pretty sure they'll do a bang up job cuz they ported modern warfare also if i'm not mistaken yeah. and they did yeah. a great job with that so i'm pretty confident yeah. Also, they've added they've added some updated so, so, so a lot of the old punk rock soundtrack from the old games. Dude, but they've also added a lot of cool. Sorry. I love that shit, dude. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I was just on a punk rock binge right now today afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, nice like grunge punk punk rock type of soundtrack was there in the original game, and now they've also added a lot of new hip hop and uh, rock oh, music cool. from like so. It's a good mix, and it's and they've added like it it actually fits with the game. So. done a great job with this remake so tell me one so thing playing, if i'm a yeah. if i'm a complete beginner at skateboarding games can i still pick this up and have fun dude i was a beginner when i first played this game on the ps2 or pc i don't remember right. but it's 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 very very uh it's very very arcadey like you don't and they have a tutorial that walks you through the whole thing and your tony hawk is like narrating it and it's like same like it was before uh i, I think this is for people who are not really into skateboarding as well like i'm not into skateboarding at all but uh this game made me want to play skate and the other skateboarding games that are out there this kind of this kind of made the skateboarding uh game a genre of its own earlier they were mostly like they were like platforming game but now actually skateboarding it became a genre because of this series right and then they fucked it up majorly by having like tony hawk ride which had a like a, like you know back when guitar hero was really popular they had guitars and you had rock band which had drums oh, and all shit, actually over that They had, skateboard, the, right? <laughs> they had a skateboard, right? They had a skateboard that you stood on and you. Did. <laughs> oh, that was the that, that was like the death knell for the Tony Hawk series. Uh, I but, remember that dude. This terrible. Yeah, so they. So I'm glad that they kind of brought they kind of like brought their legacy back from the dumps with this game. Uh, so yeah, I'm very happy with the way it turned out. But that's been mostly what I've been playing, and I've been playing like some of my my usual my PES and Forza Horizon. But this is the game that I've been spending most of my time in. and now hopefully uh, you'll take part in the fifa tournament also i don't know if i will because i haven't played fifa 
at all beyond the first week or so. I mean, I might just for the fuck of it, but I'm not a FIFA, like a serious FIFA player. But I, I think just because we're doing it for the first time, I might just... You should represent, part. dude, because there's no one else from like the editorial team who <laughs> plays FIFA. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think... Like, it's weird, weird how popular FIFA is, but none of you guys play it. Damn it is, it, or PES. Yeah, PES is anyways very niche. Like, it's like... Right. No, no one like. Very people, very I, I think one it. of the reasons for me for not playing FIFA is because I'm just not interested in football as a sport as well, right? So then it's like, fuck, I don't want to watch this shit. So it's strange that you say that because there are people who started following football because of FIFA and the other way around. There are people who who right. play only FIFA because they're football fans. It's like a very very bizarre sort of series that has this crossover of non-gamers and non-football fans getting into it. It's just bizarre, but yeah, it works somehow. It works for uh, yeah. It's good for them, dude. <laughs> Dude, that's the it's their cash cow, dude. So I think so, we covered out everything we'd set out to cover this week, dude. Yeah, dude, it's like an hour and a half now. Shit, I, think, I, think, I think we went. I think we should like, wrap up now. The last people one. like yeah, sure. foaming at their mouth and falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back soon for the next one, uh, discussing all the latest shit that's happening in gaming. Till then, hopefully, uh, PS Five price and release date. Next, oh, for next sure, episode. dude. Yes, yes, yes. But till then, <laughs> yeah. please do follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitter. And Sam always puts up threads, uh, you know, for the podcast. So if you guys have any suggestions, good or bad, put them in there. So maybe we can talk about your suggestions if you want us to discuss some topics. So, you know, let us know. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next one. All right. Take care, guys. See Bye. you guys.